Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or heard to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. Rami, we're talking about Matthew McConaughey today. What was the all thing right, he all always... Right, all right, Yes, yes. I was like, what is the thing he always said? All right, all right, all right. This book... Okay, so uh, my older sister recommended this book she really liked it her and her book club read it is it like a biography i'm assuming it is but i'm gonna guess that most of it is made up no it's definitely i don't know that anybody helped him write this thing because it is (laughs) because it's that good (laughs) because it's that it's very much what you would expect from him what would i expect from him what would you expect let's start there i would expect you've, you've seen how to lose a guy in 10 days. I mean, more so what I associate with him right now is the freaking Lincoln car commercials. I would expect Lincoln it to car be commercials? Like self-serving yep. in that sense of like, look at me in this cool life and I'm this chill guy, but I have some depth to me, allegedly. That's exactly what it is. Okay, it's great. like a very uh, spiritual book. Yeah. In that like anything that happens to him, he like overanalyzes. Yeah. But like... Yeah, but he's still a chill guy. But oh, he has very a lot chill. of depth. He's a very to him. chill guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like reading these books about um, like movie people because I like movies. And usually I really like it for the inside baseball pieces, which are like, oh, this is how like this movie came together. And this is like the weird things that happened behind the scenes. And like, here are some things. There's like so little of that in this book, which is confusing. Like, he gets from from Days and Confused, which is the first movie that he did, into, like, him winning an Oscar. Like, that trajectory is there. But it's so minimally built on his career that it's kind of goofy. Interesting. Does it just because feel like one big Lincoln commercial of him, no. like... Going on and on about, like, these deep moments of his life. Kind of. So, but he's super likable, right? Like, that's what makes him, like, a winning actor is that he's ultra charismatic. So, like, you hear the stories and you're like, yeah, like, you're an idiot, but, like, I still like you and I'm going to keep listening. And, like, he's a good storyteller. So, like, when he's literally, like, I listen to it, when he's the one telling you the story, like, he tells a good story. So yeah. even if the story is like a dumb story, it's still like, oh, okay, well, at least it was like the way it's presented delivered. to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, engagingly. So it's super spiritual. I I have to think most of it is told with the with the famous premise from Mark Twain, which is don't let the truth get in the way of telling a good story. Oh, <laughs> snap. That's like I'm a, not I'm not ooh, saying I'm not Robbie, saying you're that you're throwing punches with that. No, I'm not saying that I think it's all made up. I'm saying that to say, like, I think you can make a story more engaging by stretching things. Sure. And I think to make a lot of these stories more engaging, you stretch things. Sorry, have we said what's the book called? Green Lights. Oh, ties in with this Lincoln commercials perfectly. Okay, so the whole premise of this podcast is about green lights, Shannon. We're going to talk about green lights. We're going to talk about yellow lights. We're going to talk about red lights. Oh, fascinating. 
right, just so interested a- to learn more about Matthew McConaughey's version of spirituality. Because you say a word like spirituality, and like, who the hell knows what that means? That could so mean a green lot lights. of different things. It's all about green lights, Shannon. Oh, okay. Wow. Here's the quote. Here's the quote from the book. Here's the here's the overarching quote from the book that will explain exactly what it is that you want. Okay. So this is a book about how to catch more yeses in a world of no's and how to recognize when a no might actually be a yes. This is a book about catching green lights and realizing that red and yellows eventually turn green. Hmm. That's it. That's the book. It's interesting. And also I noticed parts parts of me were like, oh, I can just imagine Matthew McConaughey saying this and this feeling really charismatic. And then when Uh he talks about that sometimes no's are actually yeses, like no, every yeah. red flag went up. No, and for like, sure, for sure, for sure. Crap, but not, that's not, very problematic. Not, not in that way. Okay, not in that way. So let's get into it. But first, I'm going to ask you, Shannon, this word green lights is one word. It's not green lights. Green lights, one word. Yeah, yeah. Penned by Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Have you heard of this concept before? No. I don't think so. Maybe you mean like the there's, concept that like life is made up of green lights and that there's yellows and reds too, but eventually they all turn green. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that. That's very poetic. That's a, I've never heard that before. Okay. So he describes this green light as a sign. You should continue what you're doing. And he believes that these signs may come from the universe, God, or by chance. All that matters is that when you see a green light, you pursue it. And let's how keep... do you know that you're seeing a green light? All right, let's get into these. Okay, so green yeah. lights can be affirmations, approvals, support, praise, or gifts. They're obvious green lights, like being given a job you would have never imagined you would be offered. Uh-huh. Plus, there are less obvious green lights disguised as yellow or even red lights. A perfect example of a green light disguised as red light is like a setback or a challenge in life. So, like, does he have an example from his own life? Yes. So, he says, when his father passed away, who he was, like, obsessed with and was his biggest role model, he said this was, like, a big red light in his life. At the moment, he saw it as, like, a huge red light. Mm -hmm. But he looks back on it and sees it as a massive green light because it encouraged him more to think about the lessons that his father, father had taught him. So, it was a green light for reflection, Yes. On the lessons that his father taught him. Exactly. Okay. And like how he can leverage those more in his life. Where had his father not passed away when he did, he probably wouldn't have taken those to heart in the same way and instilled those in the rest of his life. Yeah. I feel like this is reminding me of a Garth Brooks. I just watched the Garth Brooks documentary recently. What is the one about... Um, on unanswered prayers meeting, it's like, yeah, I think it's that one. Like, you know, Garth Brooks sings it of like some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. That's cute. Yeah. So, I saw Garth Brooks once. I've never seen him in concert, but I am obsessed with watching documentaries about music or musicians and how music is made. Sidebar. Um, okay. So his father dying was a red light. That led to the green light of reflection. I kind of want more examples. Okay, so I'm going to ask you for an example, but I'm going to give you my example. Yeah. So when I was in college, I was studying cellular and molecular 
biology. Yes. Thinking I would become a doctor. And I did some shadowing of um, some doctors and found out that I didn't want to be in a transactional business. And that to me at that moment was a huge, massive red light in my life. Because it was like, oh, I've been always planning to be a doctor. Since I was little, Rami was going to be a doctor. Rami's going to be a doctor. And that to me seemed like a massive red light. But now when I reflect back on it, I go, no, that wasn't a red light. That was the biggest green light I ever got, which was that I didn't have to do that. And I could be anything else in the world. Yeah. And so like in the moment, it looks like a big red light. But to me, and I think reflecting back on it and even like existing in it then, like it felt like a red light. But then it was like, okay, so what do I do next? And it became a green light very quickly of I can do anything. Like, what should I do? Yeah. Let me go work with this career coach and he's going to help me figure out how to turn this red light into a green light and let it open me up to anything that I could possibly want. Yeah. I love that example. That's really, really beautiful. Um, what about yellow lights? Like what is an example of a yellow light? Yellow is like the time isn't right right now. And so you just have to wait for the right time for it to happen. So like an example, I think of a yellow light he gave in the book was like, when he auditioned for a role in some movie and they were like, no, we already have someone for that role. We want you for this other role. Yeah. And then that other person like dropped out or whatever. So then he got to do that role. And so it was like he wanted that thing, but it just wasn't the right time for that thing. And then when it finally was the right time, then it became a green light. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Can you think of any yellow red light? transitions into green light shannon for sure i'm going to try to not talk about the one that i always talk about which is the red light of the layoff if you will that put me into a different green light path what is coming to mind in this moment is um a little story i was sharing with a client the other day of so so when i first started out in entrepreneurship if you will or started out in my own business it was freaking hard <laughs> really hard it was a lot harder than I thought it would be and I think this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs don't talk about they just want you to see like the light at the end of the tunnel story if you will and I remember god I think this is the first maybe this will be news to you too I like was looking back to apply for jobs at Target because I was like yeah have I never told you this before no because I was like this just fucking blows like I'm never gonna make it this is never gonna work it's taking too long by the way it had been like maybe six months (laughs) like just and and so I felt like I was getting a lot of red lights um, mm-hmm. from my business, if you will. But what more comes to mind from red lights is I remember a a, a, a mentor of mine connecting me with a vendor f- for a company that was based in Quebec, and every time I would he would try to call me, and like I would see the number and I could tell that he was calling from Quebec, you know, and I would answer mm-hmm. the phone, and we would not get connected. It was like freaky, freaky as F that like any time he tried to call me, I would say, hello, hello. And like, there was no connection. So that for me was a red light. And then it got, it got worse. Cause then I was like, maybe I should, maybe this is a sign that I need to just go back to target. And then like, I had emailed my old boss or mentor when she was in target India for Mm -hmm. two weeks, like traveling and doing shit. And so she didn't get it until after a job had closed. (laughs) That was the job that I thought I wanted to apply for. So it was like red light after red light telling me like, stop it. Stop thinking you need to go back to that other path. 
keep going on this one. So those were those are some red light moments that come to mind for me. See, Shannon? See, Shannon? Yeah. The, the genius of Matthew McConaughey. But they're really freaking painful in the moment, right? Uh-huh. Like, they're uh-huh. really painful to, like, not get the job that you thought you wanted or not, you know, whatever it is. Um, but, oh, man, I thank God for that unanswered prayer. Right? <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, I think that's why this concept is, like, actually not a bad one in that, like, in reflection, you can see that those were meant to be. Yeah. And meant to happen the way that they did. Um, okay. So... I've got a few tactical pieces, but I want to go back to why I think this book is slightly exaggerated. Okay. You know, when we just started seeing Matthew McConaughey and everything, yes. do you remember the, the coined phrase that everybody was referring to? No. That it was like a McConaughey. I've never heard that? this before. They say it about everybody now. Like when people are coming back, it's like, oh, there's like a whatever. He was like, I penned that phrase. I told it to the, he was like, I heard people are calling it this and like told it to like some interviewer that he had. And then the guy wrote it and he's like, yeah, I wrote, I made up that phrase. He's like, so the reconnaissance is straight from the McConaughey-ness. Man, the ego on that guy. I love it. Okay. So really tactically, there's a few things I want to say here, which is he talks about how you can improve your chances of encountering a green light, which is by working hard and being prepared. So like when the opportunity presents itself, if you're working hard and you're prepared for it, like you can take advantage of it at that moment, right? It doesn't become a, a yellow light. It, it stays green. You take advantage. You can hit the gas. With that being said, green lights can also be the outcome of fortune, intuition, karma, or fate. Right. So the most important thing is that you are ready when these green lights arrive to embrace them and take advantage of them. Okay. Okay. And then I hear that. Okay. Can I just be like a little bit of a cynical person for a minute? A 100%. Okay. I here's what was coming up for me as you were saying that I was like, that is such a fucking masculine patriarchal view of it of like, work hard, be ready. And to me, I think like more of like the feminine approach to that would be like, how do I stay open and receptive, like focusing more on the energetic of it versus the like striving, gripping, reaching part of it. Like that's such bullshit that we just need to like unlearn as a culture, in my opinion. Oh, I'm just so over that. So so while I agree with this philosophy of green lights, like perhaps I would say more like let's sit in the energetic of like I'm open to receiving what wants to happen next. That's a real yellow light mentality, Shannon. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> like, how do I be open to receiving what wants to happen next instead of feeling like we constantly have to be driving, striving, pushing, gripping, clenching, controlling, freaking everything. No, I agree oh, with you. I'm mostly just being dumb like our friend matthew no you're you're pushing the edge which is good that's like a helpful thing to do but if the patriarchy was working i'm sorry i have to keep going this just a little bit if it was working shit wouldn't be the way that it is okay so like we just have to reevaluate if all the pushing striving gripping clenching is working no i agree i think but that's where i say like his whole point is it can come from fortune, intuition, karma, fate. So it's just that like you're able to recognize it and take advantage of it. 
he's saying for him, it's going to be increased if he's prepared and working hard because as an actor, if he's out of shape and a job comes up, he can't get that role because he's out of shape. Yes. So like he has to like keep certain things in check to make sure that when the green lights come, he can take advantage of them. I think for the rest of us, it's how do we make ourselves mentally and physically ready for those green lights so that we're aware of them and can take advantage of them, but not to be like forcing the wills to happen. Yeah. And maybe it's finding the reframes too. I just also want to acknowledge yes. he's a privileged white man saying something about like, now he is. He his... wasn't though. Well, Shannon. But, like, we hear a lot about the living in the woods and like, I mean, cool, but like still like if I hear another cis white man say like, just work hard, I think I'm going to lose my shit. So that's maybe where a little bit of my feist is coming in here of like, okay, totally. can we recognize the privilege of it? And like, he's also very pretty, which makes it easier for him like, to get away come with things. Yeah, he's a pretty man. I like the idea of preparedness. I, I think where I am like drawing a hard line is the whole like, just work hard, just work hard. Like, okay, cool, yeah. Tell yeah, that to I, every actor out there in the world. Just work hard. Come on, that's all I did. Okay, you just have to be. Pretty and charismatic. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> um, okay, so then he says the ways to deal with a red light are three, but they're actually two. So let me explain. Uh, the first one is persist, so push on. Second one is pivot, so change the way that you do things. And then the third is concede. But he said you should never concede. Of course. <laughs> so you might have to wait for a red light to turn yellow and green, but eventually that'll happen. And then what I like is that he says, and this is kind of what we were talking about before, even just noticing the red light is another example of a green light. Yeah, yeah, I would say that for sure. Well, okay. okay. And if I can find more compassion, if I think about that, what was it? Persist, pivot. Concede. Concede, but never concede. Um, I think of persist maybe when I think about foster care, you know, that was definitely a time where persistence was required, Mm -hmm. but I didn't necessarily approach it with the energetic of persistence. Like, can you feel into that a little bit? Like, oh, persistence. That's like still like a pushing versus like, just like, uh, okay, I am in a place of acceptance and I'm going to like move through this at the pace that it wants to happen. Cause that was a fucking... This is going to be an explicit episode. Red, yellow light for a really, for years. Right? Yeah. So there was, in Matthew's language, there was persistence there. I would say there was more like a, okay, how can I be open to like the pace that this process wants to take? So let's double down on that. Do you think, I see this story, if I'm going to reframe it in the reconnaissance way, (laughs) as a, as a, I would say it was even like a yellow, like it wasn't, it just wasn't the right time for it to happen for yes, you. Yes. And that like your time there was sure persisting, but I think it was more preparing for when it was going to turn green yes. so that you could absolutely take advantage when it did turn green. I completely agree, but there was nothing. Ah, that's a lot of, a lot of shit if I said that. I would say that when I let go of the energetic of feeling like I needed to persist Yep. And inst- and like instead just like accepted 
where it was, that's when everything could change. But absolutely, I had to, it was because I needed to prepare for what Mm -hmm. an open adoption actually would look like. I needed more time to build relationship. And I see that now in hindsight, but I didn't have that at the time. And if I would have, the, when I, I probably sat for one or two years in the persist energetic, that was brutal. That was so much more Uh painful than the whole experience needed to be versus just in the like allowing, being with the yellow light, being open Mm -hmm. to the yellow light, looking for the lesson in it. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you are able to recognize what light is being given to you at that time, I think it makes, takes all the pressure off of it. Yeah. In that like, oh, this is, it's not meant to be right now. So like, how do I embrace that and then prepare for when it is? Yeah. Shannon, I think you're on the green light mentality. I was going to get so fired up about this Matthew McConaughey book. (laughs) All right. So let me, let me finish it with this, which is kind of like a nice summary of the whole thing. Uh, Life will be filled with various red and yellow lights. The importance of these lights is that they will eventually become green lights if you are willing to be patient, prepared, and take your chances when they do come. Green lights are a sign that you must push forward. Your life will be filled with several green light moments. Taking advantage of these moments will be the key to your success. Green light. Green light. (laughs) He says it a lot in the book. He's like, green light. Nice. All right. Well, with that, we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram and tell us uh, what you think about this book conversation that we've just had today. Um, I'm curious, maybe where you feel like you're at in your life. Are you coming up on a red light and you're finding a way to pivot it or see where it could be what the green light is in the red light? Or are you feeling like you're on green light street, man? If so, keep driving. Keep driving. You're Lincoln. You're Lincoln, yes. <laughs> With the smoldering glares. <laughs> smoldering glares. Oh, I think the admin have you seen the admins commercials? I think they're just no. like going straight for the jugular on Matthew McConaughey and making fun of him, and I kind of love it. Okay, with that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Hugs. Mm-hmm.